A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that the whole world should be enrolled. This was the first enrollment when Quirinius was governor of Syria. So all went to be enrolled, each to his own town. And Joseph, too, went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David that is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and family of David, to be enrolled with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. While they were there, the time came for her to have her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son, She wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Now there were shepherds in that region living in the fields and keeping the night watch over their flock. The angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were struck with great fear. The angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I proclaim to you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For today in the city of David a Savior has been born for you, who is Christ and Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find an infant wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was a multitude of the heavenly hosts with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. The Gospel of the Lord. Christmas begins with the familiar words of St. Luke's Gospel, In those days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that the whole world should be enrolled. All the world. Think of the sheer ambition in that decree. The totalitarian appetite. The emperor is imposing a single registration system that is meant to control everyone. Its purpose is not hard to grasp. For by counting people... You could tax them more efficiently, draft them into the army more easily, and order them about more completely. Luke's readers would have heard the unsaid, but implied, or else. This is not the first decree in Luke's gospel. In chapter 1, Luke drew parallel pictures. The angel Gabriel made birth announcements to both Zechariah and Mary. Mary gave birth to her firstborn son. The promise made by the angel Gabriel has been fulfilled. Luke is contrasting the announcement of the angel with the announcement of the emperor. God will be born in the midst of this world in the wake of this brazen decree. But God used the emperor's decree for divine purpose so that the child would be born in Bethlehem. Because of the large-scale movement of people, there was no place for the child. 
The child has no address and no trackable trail. God arrives, but beyond the reach of the emperor's grid. The child is yet unnamed and will not be named until the eighth day. God is unregistered and undocumented. Mary's son is wrapped in swaddling clothes and laid in a manger. This is repeated and given as a sign to the shepherds, you will find an infant wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. As we saw on the fourth Sunday of Advent, Luke portrays Mary as the new Ark of the Covenant. She is the holy place. When the high priest comes out of the Holy of Holies in the temple, he's dressed in a robe made from the same material as the temple veil. The swaddling clothes are a sign that the Son of the Most High is wrapped in priestly garments. On the second Sunday of Advent, John the Baptist appears in the wilderness to proclaim that all flesh shall see the salvation of God. Luke repeats the pattern from today's Gospel, naming the political and religious leaders of the day. So once again, the story is set in a particular time and a particular place. Nadia Bowles-Weber points out that all these powerful rulers must have seen to the people of their day as if their power were absolute and would last forever. But if they are remembered at all, it is only as a footnote to Jesus. It's the same in our time. We had all begun to live as if the pandemic had run its course, only to find a new COVID variant has all but taken over the world in just three weeks. It's easy to be overcome with a feeling of gloom and even despair. It's not just Omicron that seems to have no end. The violence that is always in the background erupted in our own neighborhood with the Oxford school shootings that has left us stunned and shaken. We find ourselves stuck in a world that seems to keep repeating the same thing over and over again, as if history is not going anywhere. St. Luke wants us to understand that long ago, a way forward, a way out of time itself, appeared in time. There were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Luke is recalling the words of the prophet Isaiah, The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Upon those who dwell in the land of gloom, a light has shone. Like the Magi in Matthew's Gospel, the shepherds are able to read the signs in the night sky. In spite of the emperor's decree, the shepherds living in the surrounding hills have no address, no names, and are living with the animals. They are unrecorded. Even though they are living in imperial territory, they are beyond the empire's control. The word we use for gospel was not invented by the evangelist. Good news was actually a word used by the empire to announce a military victory. And it is to shepherds that this good news is announced. 
Do not be afraid, for behold, I proclaim to you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. While the emperor says, all the world, the shepherds proclaim, for all the people. The shepherds said to one another, let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place. It's a good thing those shepherds knew their scriptures. The angel had said to them, To you is born this day in the city of David. The city of David is Jerusalem. Bethlehem is the city where David was born. David was out in the field shepherding the flock at Bethlehem when Samuel came to anoint the future king. Like his father David, this child, born in Bethlehem, will be a good shepherd who will watch over us and feed us, gathering his flock and leading us home. When we walk together, side by side, we begin to see the world with new eyes. I love the word confidence from the Latin confidens, believing together. On this Christmas Day, we should give confidence to each other. Hope and despair are both contagious. And every one of us makes a choice whether we're going to be a source of hope or a source of despair. Luke's story of the birth of Jesus is an announcement of great joy that is for all the people. Unlike the peace that the world gives, the Prince of Peace brings peace that lasts forever, a peace which is born when God's will is done on earth as it is in heaven. Christmas invites us to decide what kind of world we can build together.